Top of the morning to you and welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners where we present to you the most important events on the capital markets in just under 10 minutes. Hence the name Capital Markets Quickie. My name is Andrit Sella coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the one and only European Central Bank ECB. The name of the game this week was record highs. The Nasdaq hit yet another record high and the S&P 500 edged past its pre-pandemic record high reached in February. And well, that is mostly attributed to a small number of companies. However, these companies are anything but small. Of course, I'm talking about Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, and Tesla. The founders of these companies have also become household names. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, I'm pretty sure you've heard of them. This year alone, Jeff Bezos has seen his assets grow by over 70 billion US dollars and that more than compensates for his divorce costs of 38 billion dollars. Not too shabby after all, Mr. Bezos, not too shabby. Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla, has also been making a lot of headlines lately. Well, let's just say more than usual. Elon is now the fourth richest man in the world, only after Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. Just this year alone, Elon Musk has seen his assets grow by over 50 billion US dollars and his company Tesla is now among the 10 biggest companies in the S&P 500 with regard to market cap. And just to put things into perspective, that makes Tesla more valuable than all of the European car manufacturers put together. So the stock market has been doing so well that even Goldman Sachs lifted its year-end target for the S&P 500 to 3,600 points. From today's perspective, that means another 5.97% of positive performance, which would bring the S&P 500 to a yearly performance of 11.43%, which is actually peanuts compared to what the Nasdaq is doing. And here's an interesting piece of statistic. If we look back at previous bear markets since 1956, we notice that it typically takes four years on average for stocks to recover from a low to a new high. Four years. That is 48 months. Last week, the S&P 500 proved otherwise as it reached a new record high in a mere six months after the March low of 2,304 points. That, boys and girls, is pretty much the quickest recovery on record yet. Six months. Not four years, not 48 months, six months. So I can't help but ask myself whether this is all too good to be true. After all, the US economy is still down nearly 13 million jobs that were lost during the pandemic. However, as we've already covered in previous capital markets quickies, the stock market prices in expectations and future prospects. July was, after all, the third straight month of improvement of job gains with 1.8 million newly added jobs, which exceeded the expectations of economists. And speaking of economists, Kate Ban, who is the director of labor market policy at the Washington Center for Equitable Growth, man, that's a long title, she said in an interview with CNN Business that the economy did add more jobs than most people expected. However, the gains really were disproportionately part-time workers. 
which means people are coming back to jobs with less hours and jobs that ultimately are paying less money. But the stock market sees a different reality. America's favorite company, Apple, has now broken the magic $2 trillion market cap and is now the most valuable company on the planet. The entire technology sector, which Apple is a part of, now accounts for 30.7% of the market capitalization of the American stock market. The tech sector alone has been the driving force behind the quick stock market recovery. Only at the turn of the millennium during the dot-com bubble was the market cap of tech stocks even higher than today, namely 33% of the entire American stock market. And, well, we all know how that story ended, so should we be concerned? Are we in the middle of the next bubble, the so-called FANG bubble? Well, Citigroup likes to think so. The Citigroup panic euphoria model recently had its highest reading since 2002. Bank of America Merrill Lynch commented in their mid-July survey of global fund managers that 71% of fund managers still think the stock market is over valued, while a record net 74% of fund managers believe that long U.S. technology stocks is the most crowded trait and that is the highest reading in the survey's history. So I guess only time will tell. And one day we'll look back at this as just another page in the history book. In the meantime, the race to the riches continues. That, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best and stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, August the 30th. <music>